big episode of the Nordies podcast. R.I.P. Bud Grant. Aaron Rodgers holds the NFL hostage. The Vikings move on from Adam Thielen, and we roast the Minnesota Wild. Here we go. Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with the one and only Jim. How's it going, buddy? Jim, I'm good. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. I uh, was traveling around this weekend, mm-hmm. and I went to L.A. to visit my good friend Scott. City of Angels. Yeah, friend of the pod and hey, his uh, fiance. Hey, Whitney. Whit. And so that was a lot of fun, and we went and saw a concert, an AFI concert, and it was really cool because we're big fans. Sing the Sorrow, dude. Yeah, yeah. 28 years. And then uh, we went to Disney. Disneyland. Disneyland. Didn't know Disneyland is older than Disney World. Yes. Didn't know that. Okay. That was news to me. Um, Hadn't been to any Disney park since I was uh, nine years old. So. Wow. Still magical? Uh, Yeah, it was magical. And uh, the the kingdom uh, is really small. Yeah, but that's because that's the original one. If you go to if you go to Florida, it's impressive. I was like, they probably just remade the same kingdom. Nope, they didn't. This one was like not impressive. But I did go to all the Star Wars stuff and that was really, really cool. So that was impressive. So impressive. Like the ride, uh Rise of the Resistance ride. Okay. Was did they uh explain how the first order came to be in the ride? Because they haven't really explained it anywhere else. So mm, I was just checking. No. Oh, okay. They I don't just really were because they needed a bad guys. I think on rides, uh they they don't ever really have a story. It's always like, hey, you are going to be tasked with getting us out of here. And <laughs> yeah, like, it's right. always that story yeah. on every ride. But yeah, it was really cool. So I had a great That's time. That's amazing. And, uh, I want to go someday. Happy to be back. So we have a big episode for you guys. We are going to be talking a lot about NFL and the NFL free agency. Uh, Vikings with a lot of things that they've done over the last couple of days to change the uh, roster and the outlook of their team. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the NBA and NHL as well. So lots of things here. But before we dive into those things, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast. And also subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcasts from. Get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. Hey, uh, listener, do you have a friend or a family member that likes sports or TV or movies? If so... Let them know. Let them know what we're doing over here. Yeah, please do. That would be a huge help for us. So, um, yeah. And uh, we have a beer in front of us, a fun one. What are we drinking here? We today? do. So, Northeast, right? This is actually right by uh, right by here. It's really close. Yeah. 56 Brewing. Yep. Um, they have a Lake Hopper West Coast style IPA. And I really like it. It's in like a cool red and black can. And I'm always looking for stuff that isn't necessarily a big hazy beer these days. Yeah. And this one is just like, it's got the bitterness. It's got a little bit of maltiness because it's just got the amber color. And it's just it's so fucking fruity. It's like they added fruit, but there's no fruit. Yeah, it's really good. I they love that. it and the cans are really cool. Really cool. So yeah, shout out to 56. Um, good stuff, dude. Lake Hopper. All right. So we're going to dive right into a lot of NFL talk. Oh, dude, I'm start. excited. I I don't know half of what the fuck is going on out there, so we're going to find out right now. We are. So the first thing that happened is legendary Vikings coach Bud Grant passed away at the age of 95. Uh, what a life he lived. Yes. Um, was, you know, a super winning coach for the Vikings, still had an office and would go in uh, um, most days, you know, even in his 90s. Amazing. And uh, I will never forget being at the playoff game 
when it was like the third coldest game in NFL history. It was like uh, six degrees or something like that. It was below zero. I okay, think it was below. one of the only games to ever be played below zero. And he came out for the coin toss. Seahawks, Vikings didn't end well. That was the Blair Walsh miss game. Mm-hmm. But uh, he came out in just a polo shirt <laughs> as like a 85 year old man and it was so electric yeah he's legendary for that and obviously for just i think it's cool that he was so involved to the team he stayed involved to the team he stayed like a true fan of the team yeah. and a representative of the team so he is maybe the greatest viking Ever? i mean like yeah, he's as far as somebody in the organization i think that the most interesting thing is like how he is with the organization doesn't really exist in sports anymore. Mm -hmm. Like you would never stay somewhere so long that they, maybe Bill Belichick will, but you would never stay somewhere so long that you're just welcome forever. Yeah. And you're just kind of like always part of it. Like he pretty much, uh, you know, when they were moving stuff from one place to another, I think he just comes with the team. Yeah. He was just part of it. They were like, well, you got to make him a space for Bud Grant. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, um, great life. Bud Grant, 95 years old, uh, passes away and i'm sorry i i never feel yeah. sad when 95 year old people die after they lived like amazing lives so we should yeah. celebrate it celebration life. yeah it's time to celebrate so, so cheers pour one out for for uh, bud grant and then pour a second one for yourself yeah for and don't bud be grant. Yeah, yeah yeah all right cool all right so uh here's what happened uh the number one pick in the nfl draft was traded love that uh, i hated it because mm. the idiot texans won the most miraculous game at the end of the year, to give our division rivals, yeah. the Chicago Bears, who've been inept and terrible forever, this gift of the number one pick in the draft, which ugh, just sucks. It's just like is a life raft for an idiot team. And they traded it this week to the Carolina Panthers for the ninth pick in the draft. So okay. whenever people are like, they got two firsts. No, they moved their first and they moved down in the draft. That's a negative. Yeah. But on top of that, what they did get was a first-round pick in 2024, a second-round pick in 2025, the 61st pick, which is the end of the second round this year, and wide receiver DJ Moore, who was a pretty... Really good. Yeah, good wide receiver. So, I don't know. I think this is a good move for the Bears. Because they don't need a quarterback? Yeah, they are going with Justin Fields as their guy. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, they moved way down. They're going to miss out on kind of all the top talent. But they really reload the rest of their draft picks. Two second-round picks and a first-round pick next year. So you're not upset about this trade. You're more upset the fact that they got the first-round pick just by pure luck. Yeah, they didn't... They were like tanking, but, and then Houston at the end of the year on fourth and a million or whatever. Yeah, I remember lobbed that. Lobbed it up into the end zone, and then the guy went to pick it off, but he mistimed his jump, and then <laughs> he they got it in the end zone to lose the first pick, and that was their coach who they had already kind of said they were going to fire Lovey Smith was like, like fuck, fuck you, you to the ownership. <laughs> I'm winning this game, Go get losing this you game. The, the first pick. So, yeah, I, I it sucks, but. It is what it is. They're the Bears. They'll probably blow it. Okay. So not too, not too worried about it. Not them. too worried about it. All right. So here's a crazy one. So yeah. if you guys have listened to the show for a long time, you guys know that I love bad reality TV, but I also love good reality TV. And the fifth professional sport in America is The Challenge, the greatest reality TV show of all time. And I have challenge news that mm. uh, is going to fit perfectly into this this uh, episode. I just don't know how, but I'm ready. I'm, so I'm last, waiting. So last week, do you remember when... Um, K.J. Osborne, Minnesota Vikings player, 
uh, was there and they rescued a guy from a burning car after an accident? Yes. It was Nelson Thomas from The Challenge. That was in the burning car? That was in the burning car that was rescued by them. What? He's like a prominent guy from The Challenge. And Is he local? Or no, they weren't even here. They were they in were, the yeah. state. And so he got in a terrible accident, is really busted up, but... Alive a, because of K.J. Osborne. Yeah, and company. <laughs> I mean, he did say that K.J. Osborne filmed it. So I don't know that K.J. Osborne was like risking his life to save someone, but <laughs> the people he was with surely were. Okay. He was more a camera guy? I think he was the camera guy and then like got a lot of good press for it. <laughs> hey, that's ideal. Isn't that that's crazy, fucking though? ideal. Wow. Yeah. All right. You really did tie it in. You did, I did. it. I did. So Mission accomplished. Everyone should go watch the challenge. Should we t- talk some challenge on the screencast later? We, we should. What a show. I'm, I'm liking it, too. What a show. Yep. All right. Um, so let's move on to some other NFL stuff. I think what everyone wants to hear about is the Aaron Rodgers saga. This dude is the worst. Yeah. I mean, he is the most unlikable athlete I've ever seen. He said in January, after you know the season, he was like, I'm going to take some time. I'm going to decide what I want to do. But free agency's in March, and so I need to decide. It's only fair to the teams to decide what I'm going to do before then. Well, he didn't. Yeah. Because everything is about him. He sucks. I mean, I I guess the only thing that's nice is that, like, Packer fans don't like him, it, it kind of seems now. Right. Like, they know he's just a terrible person at this point. Um, they. So- it's funny because before they didn't like him because he was too liberal. Yeah. And now they don't like him because he's just a fucking asshole to everybody. I mean, I think he went from being too liberal to too conservative, too. Like, in that <laughs> stretch, like, I think he's been all over the political spectrum and rubbed everybody the wrong way. Yeah. At some point. They're like, oh, he's just a fucking California lib that, like, dates liberal starlets. <laughs> and, now, and, now- and now he's on Pat McAfee <laughs> being like, do you guys hear that they're going to release the Epstein files? Yeah. Right. And they were like, what's that? <laughs> It's like, wow, you're deeper than we are. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that this guy is an absolute buffoon. I am cheering for him to stay with the Packers because he's going to make $60 million to just be a cancer to the team. I do believe at this point he will be headed to the Jets. Yeah. And I'm just so curious as to what the Jets think they're doing. Yeah. So they already grabbed Lazard, wide receiver from the Packers, right? Yep. And they've they've played together forever. Yeah. Did you think that that bodes? Yeah. You know that's a sign. Oh yeah. They said that he wants them to go get Mercedes Lewis, his tight end. They want he wants them to go get Lazard, who they did, Randall Cobb, who they're trying to get, and uh, I don't remember one other guy. Oh, Odell, Odell Beckham. Yeah, OBJ. I mean, this is a circus. I, and the thing is, is I can guarantee everyone right now, guaranteed. Mm. Um. What's something embarrassing that I, I could do that like wouldn't get me arrested? Like something embarrassing that wouldn't get you arrested, though. Like pooping your pants in a subway. Wow, I don't know about that. That sounds really uncomfortable. But like, Okay, well, I, mean, I don't know what you're looking for here. I can come up with other uh, stuff. I just, well, give me some framework. Let's have, some, let's have people send in suggestions. I'm so confident they won't win the Super Bowl that I will oh. pick a terrible suggestion if they do win the Super Bowl. I see and what we'll you mean. And we'll announce it next week. So send in something hilarious that I would have to do that you would get a real, like, like more in line with like a punishment if you lose fantasy football. Yeah, like something embarrassing, something horrible that could happen yeah, at Subway. Yeah, not like you're gonna get Meatball yourself subway arrested. Pants, yeah, <laughs> you're not, I'm not gonna get arrested for this, but <laughs> I will do something. Well, how fast are you? That's I'm the confident. Question. This this team is a bunch of idiots. I I just don't understand. Um, it sounds like the Packers want a lot in the compensation for him. 
So uh, I think they want multiple first round picks and other picks and maybe players. And to me, I'm like, so we know the price for Lamar Jackson is two first round picks. Why wouldn't you at least try that before you go for 39 year old Rogers? Uh, Lamar Jackson is a former MVP and he's 13 years younger. It makes no sense to me. I just think this is crazy and I hate, it feels like a get out of jail card for the Packers. So now we see a theme because yeah. the Bears got bailed out a little bit. All the teams and the that Packers might get bailed, bailed out. out. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're cheering for Rodgers for it all to fall apart, and for them. I don't care if Rodgers beats us twice. He'll he'll blow it like he always does, and they won't win the Super Bowl. He's never winning another Super Bowl. There it is. Ooh. He isn't. Okay. So the the real thing is like, if Aaron Rodgers ever wins another Super Bowl, you got to do something sure, wild. Sure. I mean, like, I'm sorry. Do we really think he's going to go take out Pat Mahomes in the playoffs? No, no, no chance in hell. Yeah, these these teams are winning the Super Bowl no are way fucking good. No chance in hell. So love it. I I I don't know. I I hate everyone involved in this story. <laughs> I, it just the whole thing just sucks. So <laughs> let's move on then. All right. So Jimmy G is going to be the quarterback of the uh, Raiders. Okay. So he's going to join up with his. Is that an upgrade from Carr? No. No. He's like Carr, um, who makes fewer mistakes but okay. also makes fewer good plays and is injured half the season every season okay no good i think this is silly um i don't understand it uh the raiders are such a stupid team they traded darren waller and Derek carr well they didn't trade Derek carr they let him walk for a combined third round pick oh wow that feels bad i thought that was such a great organization to play for <laughs> if you're a player, remember that last week? Yeah, you get to like <laughs> it's go nice. to a cool stadium and live in <laughs> a lot of great strip clubs, but the you know the rest is not so good. The rest is not so good. So, um, yeah, Jimmy G to the Raiders. I mean, I I think in sports the hardest thing is is like trying to remain relevant, but mm-hmm. relevant means um, that you'll never be great usually. Okay. And so I, I think like teams that are, are picking up Derek Carr and, um, you know, Jimmy G and, you know, maybe Kirk Cousins, it, it keeps you in the middle of the pack forever. And it kind of keeps you from going and getting the guy you actually need. Yeah. And so well, the Vikings are guilty of that for sure. They are. Oh, yeah. the Vikings are. And the wild are like the, the king of that. Oh, the wild. It was like someone <laughs> challenged them to only finish with the 18th to 24th pick in the draft every year for the entirety forever, of their franchise forever, forever. That's all you can do. It's like they're doing it with like their life on the line. Right. To just like be pretty good. <laughs> it's absolutely crazy. So we'll dive into the wild in a little bit. Ooh. Uh, but before that, uh, a couple other big things that happened. Jalen Ramsey, um, the controversial cornerback from the Rams okay. got traded to the Miami Dolphins okay, for a third round pick and a weird tight end. Everybody is going to pick the Dolphins to win the Super Bowl this year. They're not winning the Super Bowl. They have okay. Tua as their quarterback. And he's what? He's not good? He is like a strong gust of wind away from being <laughs> concussed for the rest of his life. So bad. This guy had three concussions in a short period of time. We saw him like have some disturbing injuries, and he's pretty good when that's not happening. They're going to be a good team. They're not winning the title. Tua's never winning in the title either. Yeah. Oh, wow. Never. Dude, I like this negativity from you. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Well, it's just like in a league that has Mahomes, Allen, 
you know, maybe even Lawrence coming around, Justin Herbert. Like, yeah. these guys are going to run the league for the next few years. That Maybe and, that guy at the Bengals. I don't know. He's all right. Yeah, Joe Burrow. Yeah, there you go. Um, okay, so let's move on to some Viking stuff. They cut Adam Thielen. Okay. People you, were hurt by this. Yeah, yeah. But he's he's pretty washed. I think he's I think this was, completely washed up and insanely expensive. Which, But, I mean, also, like, good for him that he did get the bag for many years. It was great. And I he loved, was great. He was really, really good. Here. Like, nice hat. Like, the guy that could catch anything. Like, very, yeah. very solid hands. Was part of huge moments. Yeah. Was a superstar at times. Um, you know, there was times where he was one of the best receivers yeah, in all of football. Yeah, he was, like, putting up top five numbers, looking great. Uh, he kind of took a backseat once we got JJ. Yeah. Um, and he also just had lost a step by then. So, the timing was pretty good. Um, to have a number, new number one. He but. hasn't gotten a separation now in two years. Yeah. He, he If he's open, he's not really open. It's just Cousins dropped it in a bucket, and he's got good hands and can win contested catches. But mm-hmm. he's never open. And so, to me, I thought that, um, you know, in Minnesota, we always want change. We always want to get rid of Cousins. We always want to trade this and trade this and trade this and burn it down and always try something new unless it's – a white wide receiver f- that was undrafted from Minnesota helps. from Minnesota. Yeah. 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 Then and he's, then people he's were like, I think it was, people were kind of the same way about Harrison Smith too. Oh yeah. Like he's, he's like he's, a white dude that's yeah. been on the team for a long time. Yeah. Oh. Huge. Everybody's got the Jersey, right? Yeah. Can't leave. Got to get the Smith Jersey. Got to get the Thielen Jersey. People instantly being like Thielen, we need to retire his Jersey. <laughs> I'm like, excuse me. We haven't even retired Randy Moss's Jersey. What? Settle, well, that's absurd. Settle though. down, everyone. Adam Thielen was a nice Viking that came and a great here. story. Yeah, great story. And yeah, there we go. We have all. So, those is memories. he going to get picked up somewhere? He has a meeting this week with the Carolina Panthers, who just traded for the number one pick. So, oh, he will probably maybe be. replace DJ Moore with the Panthers. There you go. Good for him. He'll and we will root for, sure. for him unless we're playing against him. So that'll be great. Yeah, he'll for sure get picked up. He still um, has a big name. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that he's much beyond that at this point. So don't draft him in fantasy. I I personally wouldn't. Okay. Hey, be bold, everyone. Um, <laughs> be also, bold. with the Vikings, their big move was picking up edge rusher Marcus Davenport. Yeah. 26 How, year how's old. this guy? Um, inconsistent. Has all the tools, but has never put it all together. Um, yeah, but has he ever played for Mike Florio? Um. Gosh, what's the guy's real name? Is not is that sound his no, name? No, Mike Florio is the pro football focus guy. Oh, okay. So what uh, is the guy? Flores, Brian Flores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. we go. <laughs> <laughs> see, we work together. What a team. Uh, you see, yeah. So he, maybe that consistency, some discipline. Let's go. Yeah, I think that he is the perv. This was a great move from the Vikings. I thought mm-hmm. one year, thirteen million. Two years ago, he had nine and a half sacks. Last year, he only had half a sack. Last year, he was kind of banged up. He was a former first-round pick. You know, he's flashed, but he's just never been very consistent. I think this is great. You either kind of, like, get yourself a a chance at maybe a really nice player that just needed a change of scenery, or he's really good, and you can re-sign him to a bigger deal, or he's really good, and you lose him, and you get a compensatory pick, Mm -hmm. or he's bad, and it was only one year. Yeah. It's all upside, baby. Yeah, it's all upside. Like, the only thing that could be bad is that he's kind of overpaid and bad, but, like, whatever, it's a one-year deal. We'll be okay. We'll <laughs> okay. strive. 
All right. Well, I, we're adding defensive pieces. That's probably good because I know we've cut defensive pieces too. Yeah. We also got rid of Eric Kendricks. I think we talked about that last I week. I think that here. was last week. That was one of the first to go. I think he was kind of the first cut. We lost Patrick Peterson. Yep. He went to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. As a free so agent. Good for him. Which is fine. He was not going to fit. Was a big fit. fan though. Big fan. Was great here. Was awesome. Wasn't going to fit in our new defense. If we would have stuck with our old defense, he was he was amazing. He had yeah. a great year last year. Um, so yeah, I mean, there is going to be some big turnover. Hopefully Davenport allows them to either trade Hunter or get rid of Zadarius Smith. One of them will most likely I be thought gone. that we had gotten rid of Zadarius, but I guess that I think, hasn't happened yet. I think that was according to Zadarius. Oh yeah. Yeah. He requested or he, he said he wants to go somewhere else. He was else. like, thanks Minnesota. It was real. Like, <laughs> can't believe I'm already not part of the team, even though he has two years left on his deal. It's just so weird. All right. That's a move. That's a move. Hope he checked with his agent. Yeah, so go. we also got Josh Oliver. I really hope his name is Josh, but um, he was the number two blocking tight end in the league last year. Okay, he's also young in his mid twenties. He, I heard he's fast. Yeah, fast, athletic, big, physical tight end. Came from a team that obviously wanted to set up an offense that ran the ball a lot and had a quarterback who could run. So I'm looking at it kind of like, is there? Are they kind of showing their hand as to where they want this team to go eventually? Mm-hmm. You know, like so, okay, yeah, but like, is he there for the blocking, or is he there because he's like Hawkinson the needs to take a, a break every once in a while? They're or like, both going to play they, together. They'll play in. Okay, they will. Two yeah. tight ends. Two tight ends. Big physical sets. They'll yeah. run out of it. He'll catch a couple passes here and there, but Hawkinson is your receiving tight end. This guy is just going to beat people up. Okay, he'll be like. Uh, sixth offensive lineman when he's out there. All right. Like he's just an absolute force in the blocking game. And so should really help us run the ball better. And, you know, they could, you could see this was really important to them because they paid him three years, 21 million. Yeah. I think that was, I think people were surprised. Yeah. I mean, like I was as like, you know, less of a knowledgeable fan, right? I'm like, hmm, why would they do that move when the defense is supposed to be this big focus or offensive line issues or, you know, people we literally cut. You did lose Irv. Yes. You lose Irv, and they wanted a second tight yeah. end. Obviously, they wanted someone who was physical. So okay. I think Hawkinson is like a below average blocker. But obviously a wonderful receiver. Oh, he's an extra wide receiver for you. So yeah, love that. I think that they wanted someone who could give some interesting matchups in what we do in our run game. It might mean bad things for CJ Ham though. Mm. Kind of makes me feel like CJ Ham's days might be numbered. Isn't he the the person that's been on the team the longest? Has to be, yeah. Longest tenured Viking right yeah, now? Yeah, he's from like Duluth. The fucking hammer, dude. Yeah. I love that. We're going <laughs> to yeah. have him on the pod soon. So Josh Oliver comes in, and then they restructured Kirk Cousins. So yeah. this was a move that they made, um, you know, the second day of free agency. Cousins, they converted a bunch of his salary to a bonus, a signing bonus. And then that meant that it will be paid over the next five years. So they're going to pay $4 million a year in kind of dead cap on this Cousins contract. So even if Cousins does one more year and leaves, we got four years where we're just $4 million is written off. Yep. That's not that bad. You're pretty much buying yourself cap space by paying for it on credit. Yeah. God, they can really do anything, can't they? They can do anything they want. The salary cap is not real. Like, at some point, you got to pay the Piper, and the Vikings kind of are right now. Yeah. We're not very active in free agency. We're cutting a lot of names that people know. Um, We kind of are. I mean, I think that we, if we wanted to, we could keep kicking the can down the road for years, but... You were talking about a window opening up. Yeah. With JJ and stuff. I think, like, at this point, it feels pretty obvious that Cousins won't be part of our next window. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't seem like there's any interest from the Vikings to give him an extension. This restructuring of his contract made it so he's going to be our quarterback, though. So don't expect any crazy things now. Cousins yeah. is your quarterback for this Good. year, probably just this year. And then he'll most likely leave next year. That's what I want, actually. That's what I want because, and we talked about this, I think it was last week or the week before. Um, I want him to have a chance with a good defense because he was good. Yeah. He was good and the offense was good. And um, it was, you know, so maybe if the defense gets a little better, let's give it all a shot. As of right now, you're the same offense, except you have Oliver instead of Irv Smith. You lose Thielen. You're probably going to have to find another receiver somewhere. Yeah. And you don't have your backup running back right now, but they're pretty easy to find. So, you mean Madison? Yeah. So, he, is he gone? Yeah. The oh, rumors okay. are that we want to sign him, but I don't I don't know why he So, he's gone and then Cook, now we have to keep Cook, huh? <sighs> Expensive older Cook that's yeah. maybe lost a step as well. I mean, is that ideal? I really was hoping we were going to trade and him. And you got a blocking a new blocking guy, so it's like, okay, they're trying to run though. There's a bunch of rumors that that the Vikings have been getting trade offers for Cook. Yeah, I'd imagine. And that he's pretty popular amongst other teams that are looking for running backs. I don't know why we wouldn't. I would have traded him probably for anything. Yeah, like it feels like you just, pick. like, when the the line is right and the offense is clicking, if you just, like, plug in, like, a young running back no one's ever heard of, they just are they're, fucking great. They're fine. <laughs> they're always fine. <laughs> that always happens. Did you draft a running back this year? There's a 50-50 chance that they're a stud. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and did you draft, is, is a running back going into their third or fourth year? There's a 75% chance they're washed. Right. It just eats guys and spits them out. You know, like it just is such a brutal job to have. And so, I don't know. I think he did have that shoulder surgery a few weeks ago. Yeah. I think that guaranteed more of the salary. And so, I think at this point, they're kind of like, Hmm. do we save $4 million and get rid of Cook and go pay someone $4 million? Or do we just keep Cook? Okay. So. Yeah, I mean, Cook's good. Like, he's fine. I'd be happy with that for sure. Um he does he does get injured a little bit and then yeah. he gets injured like here he gets injured like mid game and can't play for a quarter Did and he then fumble? he comes back injured exactly <laughs> every time <laughs> oh god his fumbles just are brutal horrible fumble injured shoulder every time injured shoulder and then he's got to take some time yeah. off yeah. and every then madison time. starts ripping up he didn't fumble he got hurt yep every time that's the difference um <laughs> they also did bring back their long snapper who was a pro bowler and they brought back um, Bradbury, their center, okay. who was a free agent. They gave him a what I thought was a fair deal, pretty much three years, fifteen million. So, all right. To me, it seemed like a you're paying an average starting center to be an average starting center. Hey, man, we'll take we it. We will take, we'll take that. an average center, dude. Yeah, they could have tried to upgrade that position. They said, nah, we're good. Yeah, like we'll we have an average guy and we'll stick with that. So, okay. Um, yeah, I think that the Vikings will be more busy in the next wave here. A free agency where it's kind of you like you think we're going to do this again next week with a bunch more moves. Yeah, I think Ooh. they'll they'll I think they will make a bunch of smaller moves. Okay, you know, like the day one is all the big money. A couple big money guys are left for the next couple days, but for the most part, all the big contracts are done pretty early. Then it's kind of like overpaying for average guys, and then it kind of starts picking up people to get cut and stuff. Yeah, then it starts turning into bargain though. Like yeah. you get to a point where it's like there's bargains out there. There's just guys who don't have a spot but are solid starters and i think like the teams that can kind of clean up in that are usually pretty good so okay we'll see if the vikings can make some moves because they only currently have four draft picks which feels uncomfortable second to the least in the league it feels uncomfortable to me yeah. as a fan we're used we're to having usually 15. like 13 yeah <laughs> <laughs> well 
that sucks for you because I know you do love draft day. I do. I do. Um, all right. Well, let's move on from the NFL. Hopefully, the Rodgers trade doesn't happen like right now. As we're, yeah. <laughs> because that would be a real bummer because I would want to talk about that. But um, let's move on to the NBA. So, John Morant. We are uh, notoriously anti-John Morant on this podcast. Anti-Grizz in general. Yeah, we hate the Grizz. H- hate the Grizz. Uh, you know, there's Dylan Brooks also sucks. Plenty to hate. What a douchebag. What a douchebag. H- how so, is he making Draymond Green likable? That's how much incredible. of an idiot this guy is. I know, is. I know. Oh, hate the Grizz. John Morant, <laughs> what's going on with him? Uh, so John Morant, you know, obviously he's had this saga of bad behavior. And then when he starts to get pressured about the bad behavior, he does even worse things, like blatantly. Um, so he was kind of like a suspension or a break from the team, and he is now in a some type of program. I don't know if it's they, you know, drug or alcohol or behavior or mental health uh, in Florida, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is good. That's that's good. He has no timetable for his return, uh, but I, I think this is good. I'm guessing that he sort of returns for the playoffs with this program. They kind of like maybe think that this will accelerate his image recovery, which is really all they're trying to do is give it a little time, say that they did some stuff and then keep him like destroy his phone. Essentially, if they can just keep him off his phone, then he, by the way, did you see the strip club picks? Yeah, I did. I've never seen a carpet made of money. Yeah. A giant room with every surface covered in bills. I mean, that's impressive. These gals work hard and they deserve it. Yes. Okay. We're anti-Grizz, pro-sex worker. We're pro-sex worker, definitely anti-Grizz, especially Dylan Brooks and John Morant. So um, it is good for the Wolves that these <laughs> they're having these struggles right now. Um, and I do hope that they, you know, they drop. I hope that they uh, put him in just to lose to us in the playoffs. I would be scared to, if if everybody's healthy and everybody's back. I would be a little nervous matching up with them. They're they're pretty fucking good, but not me. You ready? Bring them on. You know what? Fear is the mind killer. Yeah, bring it, them on. Yeah, let's go. All right. Uh, what about parity in the NBA? We always complain about that. I personally, yeah, complain about that. I mean, if you went through for the past, I don't know, thirty or forty years, you would find out that very few teams even go to the NBA like conference finals right like only a few teams do so what's going on in the nba right now it's it's pretty cool so when you just look at like the best records in the league last year at this time um it was the suns the grizzlies the heat the warriors and the mavs okay this year it's the bucks the nuggets the celtics the 76ers and the Cavs. um a little more east heavy but it is interesting like it is like that's that's what we want and need obviously we would have loved the wolves to be in that mix but um, it just shows that like maybe things are changing a little bit. Although the Warriors ended up winning last year, I don't think that they're going to do that again. I think you know the the Nuggets maybe have a good chance this year. Um, I don't know, but it's just like it's nice to see that there can be some parity. The super teams are forming and then fucking and dissolving and like burning to the ground instead of just year after year being the best. Um, that's no fun. So I, I do love to see that parody, dude. I think the bet the reason that we and everyone in the country spend so much time talking about the NFL, yeah, is because of parody. Absolutely. And I mean, I know there are teams who have great quarterbacks who are always good, but who even goes to the playoffs, who wins divisions, who's good over five and ten year periods for the most part flips on its head totally. pretty regularly. Yeah. I mean, you look at like the Bears, yeah, who were trash, and mm-hmm. now they got the you know, they traded the number one pick for a lot of stuff. And 
like you said, they'll probably blow it, but they certainly have a chance to be a very good team now. They do. And so I think like you could turn it around with a couple good picks, a good coach, like you could move mountains in, in uh, the NFL, where I think it's a little more difficult in the NBA. Yeah, it's, it's more dependent on the market, isn't it? I mean, like, I feel like, the, you know, the big markets, it, maybe it's just because, you know, there's bigger personalities in the league and, you know, getting to show your personality to a big, big market means maybe double the money you would make in another city. Oh, yeah. And I think, like, in the NBA, you can be kind of irresponsible if you're in one of the big markets and be just fine. Yeah, So, right. like, how many times have the the Nets like blown it badly yep and then two years later all the best free agents want to come them, back you know? yeah yep. or it's like and they haven't done shit no. in years you can be the, the heat who just always have all of your chips in at all times and you're always pretty good because people want to come to butler Miami. wants to go there yeah. and yeah yep i know and that's never going to be us so you're gonna have to find a different way to win i think that the only thing we can hope for is that ant would rather be the guy and have his own team. I th- he does seem like that personality. Like, he wants the shots at the end of the game. If he was a little bit better, I think maybe he would want to leave and go be the guy in L.A. or Chicago or right. Miami or one of those. But I don't know that he'll ever be a top five player. Um, I think he's probably, like, his ceiling's probably a top ten player. Okay. And that's great. Yeah. And I think, like, if he could be the guy... It's the one way that maybe he stays if he's just the face of the franchise for 10 years. That'd be awesome. I'd love that. Sign him up. But you don't think he could ever be top five? No. His scoring already is is right up in there, and he's his defense is getting better. I, I don't know, man. I just think he's like, it's really hard to be a guard at this point and be a top five guy. Yeah. I mean, I just he don't know. He could just start playing the point, though, too. Like, I just, I, even that, though, like, what point guards are, like, the best player in the league? Like, the yeah, best guys in the league at, at this point are, you know, you know Giannis, and forwards, it's yeah. Jokic, it's Embiid, it's LeBron, it's, like, all these big guys who are 6'8 and, and bigger who have yeah, guard and, skills. Yeah, yep. yeah, I get it. I, that's a good point. You know, point. like, like I, think it does could, happen, I think he could for sure be Devin Booker, and Devin Booker's great. Right. Is he a top five player? No, but he's a great player. You could win a title with Devin Booker. Right. So I kind of think like that's where I see him. Like he's going to be an incredible scorer, incredible wing, you know, who could just take games over. And if he has the right guys around him, he could be great. It was kind of cool to see um, Paul George giving props to uh, Jaden McDaniels. Did you see? Oh that? yeah, no, I didn't see that. So he was on a podcast, and they were asking about good players, and he just out of nowhere was like, "Do you want to know who's a guy who doesn't get enough credit?" Um, and if he played in a bigger market, everybody would be saying his name. That's Jaden McDaniels. Ooh. And he was like, he's so smooth. He's so good on defense. Like, he's just a big, long freak out there. Big personality, big emotion. <laughs> Where's his emotions out of his sleeve? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome to hear. And he needs stuff like that because, like, I mean, I was joking, right? Because he is yeah, stone cold, dude. He really is. He's not getting that Nike deal or that New Balance deal anytime soon. So. No, but I think, like, that's But good for him. I love that of, dog mentality that he yeah, has. Yeah, the stuff that, like, that's what people need to hear because I think it's almost a joke at this point that he was, like, saved in the Go Bear trade. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. They're like, oh my God, Jaden McDaniels. Oh, good thing they, they gave got every to keep pick him. in the world to keep this kid. And it's like at this point, Jaden McDaniels is worth a lot in the NBA. God damn, I, mean, he's I an know. Elite. I mean, to me, if if the Wolves had to trade anybody, 
the last people they're trading, Ant by far is last, and I think second to last, I think is Jaden. Is Jaden? Yeah. I mean, they publicly would say, "No, it's Towns. Of course, it's Towns." But but they they'd also look at damn for Towns, we could get. This, yeah, this, 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 I think this. so, and I think like and he's not a team player. I think so. Jaden, I think is like an absolute cornerstone piece yeah. for where they want to go, and I think he's like the perfect wing partner of Ant. Ah, it's exciting because he is an absolutely elite wing defender who's big and long enough that he can guard you know a lot of different he's positions. shutting down everybody dude he does he's he, awesome. he always gets the toughest assignments and yeah i mean i think he very well is the best defender in the league at this point like he might be yeah and if he's not first he's in the top five right he's, he's like an absolute all-world defensive player and he's gotten it's so funny this year he's gotten so much better which is awesome so next year he's coming for that defensive player of the year yeah absolutely well let's switch from uh one sport that's going on to another. We're going to talk a little bit about the Wild. Um, yeah, what's up with the Wild? The Wild. Last, Hang on a second. Last time we checked in, they were unbelievable. They had won like 9 of 11 or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, they're still great. And we were flirting with the number like, one, number pick, one, pick, number one spot. Se- seed. Yeah. yeah. So what's up now? Um, this week, they just lost the like the news cycle. Because they refused to wear the oh. Pride jer- pregame jerseys. What the fuck was that? Come on. This is crazy. They were having LGBTQ night at the arena like every sports franchise in the world does. Good. This is great. We should be doing this. This is a great night to um, maybe bring out uh, fans who um, you know don't get the same recognition or maybe don't get considered uh, as super fans because of the lifestyle that they live and the person that they are. Um, but this is a great way to to uh, show that sports are for everybody yeah. and fandom is for everyone and honor people in our communities. And I think this is like just basic stuff that teams should be doing. It's if an they're going to be doing, you know, pro-military stuff regularly, Yeah. Um, then, you know, and they do, you know, some support of like the black community, and nobody seems to complain about that, which is good. Native American stuff. They he, constantly wear Native he, American yeah, jerseys. Yep. Yeah, I mean, they right. Do all they even that this year, even. They do all these different causes. And I thought this was a bad look for the team. This was so lame. So, you know, Michael Russo, the reporter extraordinaire, was, was you know, saying, oh, it's because they were worried about Kaprizov and his family. There's all these strict laws in Russia. They were worried about retaliation if he was wearing one of these jerseys. Fine, then don't have him wear the jersey, yeah, but right. have the rest of the fucking team who isn't going to Russia do it then. Uh, yeah, it's and just, it to just me, makes you wonder. You caved. What to really happened? The in there. biggest villains on earth, and I'm sorry, I get it. If I, that's I, even the case, I I know that's the the message, and I do trust Russo. Like you said, he's a wonderful reporter, but you don't think that there was just a bunch of dudes and they're like this fucking stupid. Like I don't want you know. And that, that's and it, maybe that's not the case. But that's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. From the outside. And it pisses people off. And they were it like, should. oh, don't worry. They used um, rainbow stick tape in warm-ups. And I'm like, come on. Wow. That's just like, it's just, this was easy. This you was can't put easy... on a shirt when you warm up and take it off and this then play the game. This was an easy way for the NHL and for the Wild to just show support for an important community all over the world. Yeah. And important Wild fans. And I would feel terrible if I were part of the LGBTQ community and they did this. Yeah. I would say, fuck this team. Yeah. That's how I feel. Fuck them. It makes yeah. me like them less. I thought this was terrible. I mean, we ripped on the fucking, what, some Florida baseball team that wouldn't wear a patch. Yeah. Or something. So it's like, well, yeah, then I don't care their reasoning. 
Um, I, I just don't, I don't understand. Like and I know people, I'm sure there, we have brilliant listeners on here who right now who are like, it's against people's religion or it's against people's beliefs or morals or something. But I think like yeah. being a, a kind, accepting human being is not against people's beliefs. And it's not just that. It's a constitutional amendment. This is a law, the law of the land that people are allowed to mm-hmm. marry who they want to and live the lifestyle they want to without discrimination. Right. So we don't need it from our fucking NHL team here. Okay. And no one else has a problem with it. No other sports teams, uh, you know, at least professional ones, have made such a fuss like these NHL teams. It's Bush League and it's... It's it shows garbage. why they're in last place. It shows why they'll always yeah. be a, more of a niche product. Yeah, you know what they are? They're the Of the five American sports, it's the NFL... It's probably still baseball somehow. I don't know how. Uh, yeah, I'd imagine. Then it's the NBA. Then it's the challenge. And then it's the <laughs> NHL. <laughs> well, you have to be the best athlete to be, you know, a challenge. Yeah. Maybe not a great driver. To be a challenge but, uh, champion, you have to be. <laughs> Did you catch that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's alive, so we're good. All right. So then um, kind of, in, uh, you know, some karma, Kaprizov gets injured Ugh. right after this. Yeah, in a, like a really egregious shitty Ugh. fucking hit with it was just like i'm gonna i'm big i'm gonna squash this kid i hate jumped this. on his back his legs went all wild i hated this i thought this was like a disgusting hit too i thought this was like he shouldn't he shouldn't have left with his teeth like, right how are you taking that shot at one of the best players in the league best young players too it just it was garbage so um i hate to see it but since he went out injured the offense is cooking right yeah. now without him. So. Which is really nice to see. Gives us a little time to get him back healthy for the playoffs. And Do you think that's kind of the timeline now? Is yeah. sort of just like, don't even try to play him this season. I Make sure he's really back. ready for the, the playoffs. I bet he'll come back a week before the playoffs start. Okay. Just and to warm just up a little bit. And get his legs minutes. going and get some minutes under him and Love try it. to like make sure he's like... You know, ready to go, and that's like what three weeks away, something like that. Man, that's crazy. That's gonna be fun. Hey, sportscasts, I love it when it's NHL and NBA playoffs. We're gonna have so much fun, bro. We really do. All right, uh, the last part of the episode today is just that we found a TikTok of yeah the all-time English football table. So this predates the Premier League by about a hundred years. So this is really old. The most winning teams in the history of the Premier League, and I think there was a few surprises here. Yeah, multiple surprises. So number 10 all time is Sunderland. So they had their own reality show, Sunderland Till I Die, but they're not currently part of the Premier League. Yeah. They're a huge rival. Apparently a storied history for them to be a top 10. Yes. I think that's why Sunderland Till I Die was such a good documentary, because it was... Old timers like you don't understand. Yeah, for well, sure. they wouldn't talk like that. No, would but, they? but yeah, but like that's pretty much <laughs> it. Like this club with so much history, and they are watching it slip away, and they're just devastated, and the whole town is depressed about yeah. it. Like it was, it was good. Um, number nine is their bitter rivals, uh, Newcastle, mm-hmm. which was exactly where I kind and of. They're still. They're they actually were. getting better. They're on the up. Yeah. Oh yeah. They just got Love bought them. by like a country. Yeah. <laughs> um, number eight, a uh, team with absolutely no history but have been great lately, Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea's been very relevant now for years and years. About 20-ish years, a little, maybe 25 years. They've been one of the best teams in the world before And so that. you said they're eight? Eight. So yeah. here's a surprise for me, right? As somebody that doesn't know the whole history and only really been a fan for six, seven years, whatever, I would have guessed that they would have been top five for sure, you know? Yeah. So they're a little bit newer. Yes, absolutely. Newer team, great history in the last 25 years. 
Cool London team. We love them. Um, I hate them, but <laughs> right. Uh, number seven, Spurs. Okay. Uh, perfect for Spurs. There's a big six. They're not even historically <laughs> in the big six. They're just right on the edge. They're right? on the edge yeah. like they always are. They're seventh. Uh, just an absolute bummer of a team. Yeah. Uh, it makes me laugh. Uh, this one surprised me. Okay. Number six. They've been around for a long time, but they've been bad for most of their history. Man City. Yeah. That surprised me. They have... I want like if we did this five years ago or ten years ago, they would not have been in the top ten. No, and they, they must have jumped up. Oh, oh yeah, they've had good years um, in the past as well. Like mm-hmm. I think they won the title in the '60s. Okay, so it's not like they were just like a team poof like created out of air. Yeah, They're I mean in, it's just a weird vibe, right? Because it's like everybody in Manchester, England, is, is a Man U fan everyone. because they've been older, they've been there longer, way more history, so way much. Bigger. But then they decided, hey, there's so much fandom here, it probably can support two teams. Yeah, but then it's sort of like you know in L.A. when everybody's like just a fan of I don't know the what? Lakers. The Lakers and, and not, not the, the Clippers. Clippers yeah, no matter okay. what happens. So there you go. The Clippers have been better than the Lakers for, for years for now, years, most of the years, and now. Yeah. No one still cares. Right. That's how it is. In That's Manchester. how it is for City. So, okay. So, yeah. So, they're climbing. Number five um, was the Queens team, Aston Villa. That's shocking. Another London team. Big and history. Aston Villa, are they in the Premier League? Right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Like, middle of the pack Premier League team. Yeah. They've just kind of there. Number four. This one was a huge shock to me. Mm-hmm. Manchester United. Right. Because you think one or two. Would have thought one or two. Would have Would have bet. Money. One of the most valuable teams in the world and has been for the longest amount of time i don't know i would say i mean i maybe i'm wrong i would say they're the biggest and most popular team in the world okay even though they've struggled for the past decade they just are they're way bigger than everybody else in england i mean they're way bigger than arsenal way bigger than chelsea liverpool is probably the closest but like just commercially man united is a much bigger deal than liverpool i think i do you know how i know that because before, you know, growing up when I didn't pay attention to any, I didn't even know what the fuck these teams were or what the league was. That's the only jersey I'd ever see in America, right? Yeah. You'd see yeah. like the red with the Chevy logo or whatever. David Beckham or Wayne Rooney or something. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Um, number three, Everton. Shocking. I think they're one of only two teams in the history of England that has never been relegated. I believe. Never. Oh, wow. Okay. And they might this year. Yeah. They're de- are they bottom three right now, they're aren't they? They're not, but they're like one point above that. Oof. And there's not that much season left. They got to no. get it to fucking and together. That is the, those and I think you two, play them, don't you? Doesn't Arsenal play no, them? No. Oh, okay. Already did. Um, those two teams, the last two, are the big rivals of Liverpool, too. Right. Man U and Everton are just absolute. You're born in Liverpool just hating those two teams. Yeah, right. Number it's more two, important than liking the like the Reds. Number two, I wasn't really surprised by this. I mean, I guess I would have guessed third, but Arsenal, they've definitely been the traditional team in um, London. And then number one, Liverpool. Cool. I knew Liverpool would be one or two. I mean, just historically, yeah. they just have stayed been relevant. so good for so long. Um, Arsenal is way ahead of Everton in second, and Liverpool is way, way ahead, ahead of yeah. Arsenal in first. It's like 17 versus 15,000 points or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's not close. So um, that's no awesome. One, but No one will touch that. You know, it's funny because like when I chose a team, I really had no idea that they had been you know so successful for so long because they were kind of, kind of, you know, on their way up maybe, but they were coming from a pretty bad place when I started following. So that's that's awesome. I mean, really, really interesting list. Yeah, I liked that. Um, I thought that was fun. And I think, like, 
what we don't understand here in America is just like how old these leagues are. I guess it's kind of like baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, like people all know these ancient baseball players. Um, and so I think it's kind of like that, I guess. Uh, but I think like the rivalries that have been born and have happened for well over a hundred years mm-hmm. are just unbelievable. And it makes it so fun. And so I do think like the culture of uh, European football of soccer is really the best part of it. Plus it's, it's like if every... NFL team and fan were all just in New England. Yes. <laughs> and it's you could crazy. just go to any match anytime yeah. and like every single person you know is obsessed, is obsessed with one team or another. Everyone. And I mean like every person I've ever met has a team. Yeah. Like every, you know, British person has a team. So I do think that that is a lot of fun. So um hopefully my squad can hang on here. They're five <sighs> points up. They have they're gonna have a game I'm in hand. For you, bro. They're gonna have a game in hand after this weekend if they can win. They're going to have played one more game. Who are they playing this weekend? Leeds, who's not very Uh, good. Okay. And you guys have been beating bad teams and good teams. If they can win at home against Leeds, they'll be up eight points with 10 to go. I mean, it sounds good. On Uh paper, it sounds good. I'm I'm obviously nervous for you. (laughs) I'm very nervous. I'm absolutely cheering for you. And I hate City, so it's very easy to cheer for you in this case. Uh, And it's also Liverpool is just like struggling, struggling, struggling to get into the top four at all. Liverpool plays City in their next Premier League game. And City they'll probably States. fucking beat them. Need them to win. Yeah. I'm begging, I'm God, begging wouldn't them. that be great? Oh, I would just be so happy. Yeah, so that'd that. be great. And I do love it when everybody happens to be cheering for my squad. You know oh, yeah. what I mean? Like, that's going to be one of those days. All right. So uh, that's all the time we have on this episode of the Nordies Podcast. Tune in later this week to our screencast. We are talking about funny movies. We have lots of news. There's tons of shows you need to be watching. There's awards that happened. It's been crazy. So tune into that. Until then, thanks for hanging out with your good friends here at the Nordies Podcast.